0: Welcome to Onwards the Podcast, where we cover all things holistic life practices, growth, spirituality, and self-discovery. I'm Kirsty Beebles, one of your hosts, and sharing this space with me is my beautiful co-host, Montana Burke.
1: We're so excited to have you here. A loving reminder that all opinions and perspectives come from two, truth-speaking fire signs who are doing their best to be all-encompassing. We're here to give you the shake-up you need to light up your life.
0: And if you like what you hear, subscribe or follow as we grow and evolve together. With that, let's jump into today's episode. You know that space between past and future you? Yeah. How the heck do you navigate in that in-between stage? Today, we're going to be talking all about the void. Welcome back to the podcast. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. And if it is not, then you know that we start every single one of our episodes with our question of the day from the card deck we're not really strangers and the purpose of that is all about getting to know us but also yourselves on a deeper level we have absolutely loved seeing your responses that you guys are dming us the answers to the questions that we ask each other but also the conversations that's creating in your own communities we would love 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 if you continue to send these conversations to us but with that we're going to get straight
1: into it montana what is the question of the day Hello, everyone. Today's question of the day is from level three, so it's going to require a little bit more vulnerability. And curse question of the day is, what do you think my weakness is? Uh, I have a...
0: I if you. It's not a controversial thing. It's just like a straight-out, truth-speaking, I-know-you-will-take-it-the-right-way answer. <laughs> and that is, I believe, that your weakness is... and. Will be further your son, and of course the polarity of that is that it's going to be the best thing ever as well, your greatest strength, but it will also be your biggest weakness because we have this new like being and requirement of ourselves from something that we love so dearly, and I think that will be very confronting. Not the right word, but I think that'll be a massive change in your identity completely.
1: 100% I'm so here for it I can't wait for this to be it will be there the source like my Achilles heel I think it is but then yeah. also, say like it will be one without a doubt my biggest strength and my new reason for living and it's so much deeper than anything I've ever known before and he's not even here He's still got two more months to go less than less than two more months
0: so exciting though so exciting yes one time uh what do you think my biggest weakness is or what do you think my weakness is it's not biggest
1: I feel like your weakness is I feel like you're someone who's always I'm always hearing this way you're someone who's always on and for you I think the hardest part is to be off and allow yourself to be off and not for the sake of like oh I need to rest and recharge to allow my body to do the next thing tomorrow or I need to have this off season so that I can hit this next peak in the business, like allowing yourself to just simply be, for yeah, the sake of
0: being. <laughs> like uh, sitting on the couch and doing nothing, or like literally just doing nothing.
1: Yeah, like doing nothing, or like having a little. I guess it's like timely today's episode, having an off season or a season with almost that seems to have I'm in air quotes like no purpose to it. Yeah, like there's. I think because you are an intentional person, and again, this is your biggest strength. Everything's got to have a reason behind it, otherwise you won't do it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's probably true, yeah.
1: <laughs> so I love those answers and getting straight to the point of today's episode, we challenge you to ask this question to yourself or to someone close to you. So without further ado, let's jump on in. So today we're chatting about the void, which is that liminal space or that period of almost nothingness between where you are currently and where you want to be. And for a lot of us, it can feel really pointless and really, really disorientating to be there. So it might look like a void in the sense of personal development it might be professional development it might be in your career or business it might be in relationships it might be in your sense of purpose where you're just not sure you know what you don't want but you're not sure what it is that you do want and the reason why
0: Montana and I want to talk about it today is because we've been there numerous of times for short and long periods of time as well. It was pretty much all consuming of all of last year for me. And Monu said it perfectly as well, where it's like you're in this in between, um, you don't really know what's next, but you know that you're kind of just in this like black space. And we sometimes associate black as negative, but it's really not. And that kind of takes us honestly right into our first main point today, which is all about how it's such a potent energy that anything is possible. And Montana, I want you to go into that because the archetypal energy of that you speak about beautifully.
1: Well, I actually learned this from a card deck. So it's the um, by cat cranes, her cards and they're the archetypes. So it's different to tarot. It's different to Oracle cards and archetypes are really cool because they're consistent across time, across cultures. And they're really about tapping into the energy and with energy, any energy, there's a light and there's a shadow side to it. And Kat in her deck speaks about the void being this state of nothingness. But because there is nothing, it's like a blank canvas of pure potential. In nothing, nothing can be anything. And it, I love that perspective because it gets to be really liberating where it's like, oh, actually, I'm free to completely start again and totally redesign this whole thing instead of looking at it like this is all consuming and the it's just a yeah. big black that's eating me alive.
0: Because people look at it as such a confronting and scary thing. They like like allow it to have this void and inside of themselves. Like it has this internal gap, this missing piece, this black space. And I love that reframe because it doesn't make it feel scary anymore. It actually is rechanneled from fear into excitement, which as we may or may not know, listeners, that that is then getting to gets to be channeled into a higher vibration, which means that we're going to be a better match for the things that we do want. However, when I'm coming from places like this, some of the things that I recommend is that you just figure out what you don't want because that's usually a lot easier. And once you figure out what you don't want then you start to know what you do want and then you can start to create whatever it is that you want on that canvas that Monset. so exciting exciting times even though we always see it as frustrating and annoying
1: exactly that I think it's this is the key thing with when we're working with the void when we find ourselves in the void initially it always is scary it's like oh shit like how, how long am I going to be here for? What, what, got to, what do I need to do here? What's it going to look like? What's next? What's next? What's next? And it feels like there's going to be this permanence when in actual fact, it is the most impermanent thing you can go through. We are ever-changing beings and being in the void and navigating this transition is exactly that. It's a season.
0: Yeah, it's cyclical, just like everything, like a normal weather season, like a normal period cycle. It's going to pass. And we really try to encourage you to stop rushing through it. When you were talking, Mon, I was actually just thinking, uh, how, when does the void come up? Because I was just thinking about this in relation to my own life. And I always point it back to it's like a relationship finishes it's a job finishes, like people get fired or they, they quit or something weird has happened like mine <laughs> and they like things are taken away from them. And it's like once something external to you is removed, it's like it's a gap and that gap is what's become the void.
1: See, I think it could always be the opposite because my mind went straight to once you've attained something. Really? Like, well, I've got this thing, now what? Yes, like that has happened.
0: absolutely also happened to me, actually. Yeah.
1: Like when I think about like when I got my degree for my first yes. undergrad and I was like, okay, cool. Um, what's next? <laughs> what do I do with this? And it was really, really disorientating. I was like, what do I do with my time? What's my purpose now that I've got this degree? Because for so long, I had three years dedicated to studying that dictated yeah. my routines who I hung out with how often I partied how hard I partied my job my capacity to earn it, it dictated and governed everything um, yeah that's
0: an excellent it, point
1: after any high high or any low low like any ending or a new beginning it's that yeah space in between
0: that's such a beautiful way to put that because that actually took me back to when our house was finished being built as well I went through the weirdest transition period and I was not myself and I did not feel good, but hence the purpose of this episode to talk about these things so that we can give you guys the tools that we also use as we navigate our new beginnings and our endings because we've done it so many bloody times uh, because oh, honestly, amazing. and I, yeah, and we'll continue to for the rest of our lives. I really, I put the tools in place that I had as like my grounding force to be able to even get through it, to be honest. So um, I don't I don't know where I would have been at if I didn't have my practices in place, which I guess actually we can just share right now if you want one.
1: Let <laughs> <laughs> share your practices.
0: <laughs> sure. So we were talking about this off air and I was saying, I was trying to find the right way to say that my spirituality practices are the things that kept me grounded in this time. I think because a lot of people associate spirituality with being so, in quotation marks, up in the air, but it really actually is a thing that keeps you deep rooted into the ground below you and connected to everything else around you. I so, you. thanks. <laughs> so, with my spirituality, I was using a lot of different practices, and there are so many different practices and tools that you can use, whether you consider yourself a spiritual person or not, you absolutely can do these things. So I was using different things based on what felt good for me and what worked at the time. I don't do all of these all the time. I do uh, obviously some some more frequently than others. For example, one of the main things that I was doing in this time was just writing. So obviously just journaling. Journaling, you don't need to be a spiritual person to do that by any freaking means, but just writing down what was going on in my head what was going on in my life, zooming out from my life to be able to get a perspective that felt, I suppose, uh, like uh, it was zoomed out from my life. Therefore, it felt more like an eagle eye over what was going on versus just being stuck in it, which I found incredibly beneficial. Another thing that I was doing was needing to connect with my breath. So whether that actually was guided meditations, I highly recommend the app Insight Timer. It's really great. Search it on the okay. app store. Uh, another one is 10% hap- 10% or 10% happier, either or all. It's a podcast, but it's also an app, and I highly recommend that. But connecting with my breath allowed me to regulate my nervous system, calm down, stop being so much in my head, get backing into back into my body, filling up my lungs as much as possible, and just checking in with myself essentially. I was also using, and I think you do both of these sometimes as well, Mon.
1: Absolutely. I think it really depends on what I feel called to, but what I love is how you're talking about how these practices give you perspective because I think when we're in the middle of the void, it feels like we're getting nowhere, that we've achieved nothing. Like it's almost like everything you've achieved before doesn't count for anything. Mm. And it's this sense of like, yeah, it's really, really quite debilitating and so when you can actually zoom out and be like oh wow they actually have come so far or what I'm telling myself in my head isn't true I am making progress actually I am putting one foot in front of the other and I think my favorite way to get perspective is being in nature
0: yeah, definitely. When you were talking about, sorry, just quickly, when you were talking about getting perspective and feeling like when you're in the void, you're not achieving anything. I think this is a good thing to call out because it's journaling that then helped me realize and come to the conclusion that I don't like the reason why I feel like I need to achieve things all the time is because I grew up with, bless her, so I love her deeply, but a perfectionist mother. And so mum's is always, always, always doing um, to be, you know, helping and being loved by other people. And I'm like, I don't want that to be my reality anymore. I'm allowed to just sit, I'm allowed to just be. So obviously, that's an ever evolving uh, battle, but it's just really nice that a tool like this allowed me to learn that about myself, essentially.
1: Yeah, to give yourself that permission, it's so powerful. And mm, I think
0: to understand the behavior and why is so, so important as well.
1: I think it's so powerful because it's something that we're often, we see that we're always in a state of progression and to just be in this state of nothingness where we'll I'll give ourselves permission to simply be and we get to see that it is a season of impermanence. It will not last forever and I think we're expecting this one big thing to move us out of the void. Like I'll sign up with that coach. I'll get that job. I'll book that client. Then I'll be out of the void. I will be it for sure. And it's actually rather a series of small steps of moving the needle forward each day, the little one percenters that actually move you through the void. It's not in the big things. It's in the little things. And that's why we wanted to talk about these strategies and tools today so that you're not sitting here waiting for that next big thing to happen because otherwise you're going to you're a outsourcing your power and b you're sitting in the void longer than necessary and no we don't need to rush through it because it serves a purpose it's that purpose that beautiful time of integrating everything that you've just learned and everything that you're about to step into but we also like we can all agree it's yuck like I don't want to sit here longer than I have to
0: uh 100% percent one hundred percent, but like you said it's all about you're about to step into the next version of you, and you need to give yourself time and you need to give yourself space and the breathing room for your body your physical like your your physical body your soul, and your nervous system to all kind of collaborate and catch up together, otherwise we're moving forward in this kind of chaotic thing and i actually I was just thinking about this as well. I feel like when we 're in the void, we often make really rash and um not rash decisions but Oh yeah, rash decisions is probably the right way to put that. Just really hasty decisions that haven't really been thought through. We're just kind of like, fuck, let's just make it, let's just do something. So something happens. And not that we're against messy action, because that's usually what is required to keep the they're, they're the little steps, one foot in front of the other that keep you going and moving forward. But we're not like, just accept the one job that's been presented to you because you don't know what you want yet. Like just sit with yourself for a little bit, check in with yourself and go, if I zoom out here, is what's in front of me actually the thing that I want? Or am I just trying to fill another gap in myself?
1: 100%. Because it's exactly that way. It feels like you've got like these like goggles on that, or tunnel vision, where it's, oh, you can only see that one thing in front of you. And that might be the next right step for you. It also might feel like it's the only option right now, because again, you don't have that perspective where you're so yeah. zoomed in. But as soon as we zoom out, we can actually be like, oh wait, no, there's this opportunity, there's this opportunity, or op- or you start to open yourself up to more opportunities, and they present themselves to you because you're now an energetic match for them,
0: tenfold. And I, as you were thinking that, I think this is the perfect opportunity to remind people that we're still animals. Yeah. And when we're animals, just like a lion fixated on its prey. If your eyes are straight in front of you, you are probably not seeing the remaining gazelles standing around it. So it's important that we are slowing down, taking a step back, breathing, (laughs) checking in with our bodies and our minds, and then you can go for it and you can decide maybe there's a big fat gazelle next to you elsewhere that you need to see. (laughs) So make sure, like Mon said, you have zoomed out to get your perspective and do that to become the vibrational match that you need or you want to become to call in what's next for you. Circling back though <laughs> to our tools, we I mentioned journaling, I mentioned connecting with breath, but Mon, you actually also had just mentioned walks in nature.
1: As yes, well. I, and whether that's like being out in the bush, like if you're in the, like Perth, and we're in the, out in the hills, or if it's down by the water, by the beach. For me, I love looking at these big vast views to realize how insignificant I am and that sounds really weird to say out loud but if I get just seeing how vast and big the world is it's like that sense of we don't matter and yes of course we do everyone here serves a purpose and plays a part but then it's that it's the same time you're like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what yeah. I do next not there's it takes off the pressure to get it perfect or to get it right or it's like it really doesn't matter like look how many drops of water are in the in the ocean right now or look how many leaves make up this forest like do i think that i really matter that much like this next step is gonna mind all of nature no there
0: is nothing more humbling than looking at like a 100 old 100 year old tree and just being like fuck you're gonna be here a long time after me and you've already been here a long time before me it's important obviously as we say the more that we're working on ourselves the more that we are then Uh, impacting our communities around us and helping the people around us by helping ourselves. And it's just this beautiful constant cycle. So we're not saying that you're nothing. (laughs) It's just nice, like you said, to take the pressure off and go, if this next step fails, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, But at least you are testing out different things. You're taking that day to just give yourself space. It's taking a few months in your life. like Again, big picture, it's not that much to just kind of figure things out. And it's honestly the most beautiful thing. So as I was saying with the spirituality stuff, uh, journaling is not spiritual, but it can be if you so choose for it to be. And a really big lesson that I wanted to share in terms of the void is to actually surrender to it as well. And I'm not saying literally do nothing. (laughs) I am not one that is, I don't encourage flow all day, every day, because then you don't move anywhere, in my opinion. Controversial, don't really care. but. What I have really learned is that when you release the control, when you just let go, and when you just kind of sit with things for a bit, you move through it a lot quicker as well. Because you're not almost gripping onto the past, you're just like from clenched fist to open hand. Turn that palm upside down, and you're in receivership, receivership position. And when we talk about receivership, I think it's really also important to or when we talk about past self and holding on and, and close fist gripping on to what was what was once what was once a thing, we can also talk about reflecting on how far we've actually come, which you kind of touched on Mon in regards to you're always moving forward regardless of whether you feel like you are or not. Change is the only inevitable in this life. But you recommend doing that through photos, journaling, etc. yeah?
1: Yes, without a doubt. It's so important because when we look at these things, it activates our memories and we start to access all of these different states where we think back, like, oh, my gosh, I remember how I felt in this photo. I remember how insecure I felt. Wow, I've come a long way in my confidence. Or I actually at the start of my when I first started working as a counsellor for an agency and I did a full I put it in my phone notes about how inequipped I was and how wrong I was for this job and how I was just destined to fail and looking I found it one day and I was in awe of how far I'd come because I just didn't really notice I was like I just feel comfortable in the work that I do now um I don't feel like I'm the worst at my job, I definitely don't think I'm the best at my job. And I think any any practitioner who thinks they are the best in their job needs to get the fuck out. Um, <laughs> yeah. A growth state. Mm. Um, but seeing just how far I'd come, I remember sitting there writing and crying and felt like just feeling destined to fail. And now being like, oh. Um, and one of my favorite ways to actually do that now is through a wind job. So I write down every little win that I have in the business. Uh, and this is really cool because a celebration is integration. So it helps you to feel like you're doing good now, but also on the days where you're feeling like you're in the void or in the seasons of being in a, in a void, you can look back and you'd be like, oh, wow. Like I used to celebrate this. Like it might be like I celebrated making free. That's so normal now or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I have a note where it's here like I made $300 in my business and I remember being so ecstatic about that amount and of course making $300 is amazing also though I'm now able to generate a lot more than that and it's still though remembering how I felt be like that was a win for me back then yeah. surely this like what I'm doing now it can be a win now
0: yeah, that's so good. Self-celebration is so important, especially when you live in a country like Australia, where if you're an international listener, which we have some of those, shout out, <laughs> but there is some hectic puppy, tall poppy syndrome happening in Australia where you're not allowed to outshine other people and you do get undercut if something good is going on for yours. People just, honestly, they just start talking shit about you, the better that you're doing. So I think it's really important that if we're not celebrating, if we're not being celebrated by other people, we need to be celebrating ourselves. Absolutely.
1: hundred percent.
0: So Montana, uh, the reason, <laughs> the reason that this episode actually came about is because you are currently experiencing something incredibly interesting at this stage of your life. And we were talking about it on the phone and we we're like, we really need to broadcast broadcast this further are you willing to share?
1: Let's dive in because I feel like I'm in a black hole within a black hole right now. Um, <laughs> that is the only way I can describe it and I think at the start of this year we we moved house uh, which is really really exciting. We're in our dream house in our dream suburb and it's amazing to be here. Also though in the moving process I guess there was we had expenses coming out left right and centre for rates, all the things, all worthwhile. Um, but also then there was, it meant that we had to look at what furniture did we need versus what did we want? And not only that, but we didn't want to get things just to get things, just to fill the space of the house. We want to be really intentional about the pieces that we're picking out. Um, and for me, I felt All of my friends were asking, like, when can I come down and see the house? I want to see you. And I wanted them to come and see the house, but I felt embarrassed because the house wasn't finished. We were still renovating, like the floors were all ripped up or the walls were half painted or we don't have aircon just yet. And there was, I noticed that I was feeling embarrassed that our house wasn't perfect as if Embarrassed, almost embarrassed that we hadn't lo- it didn't look like we hadn't lived there for six months already when we literally just yeah. moved
0: in literally like two weeks beforehand and that was in the middle of Christmas and New Year's period as well so funny yeah. hey, I'm like two years into my house I'm like yeah look our side yard is still not done. and
1: it was I noticed when it was happening I was just like the embarrassment and the shame and I was like where does that come from that is so interesting because I know the people I keep in my life and the people who I hold close to me do not care what my house looks like, where it is, any of those things, nothing superficial. They care. They're happy that we're in our own home. Mm. Um, but I started thinking about it's this fear of being seen in a state or a stage that is not perfect or not put together. And I think this is an yeah. image. I being often,
0: incomplete.
1: Yeah, I think this is something that I put forward to like, intentionally and also unintentionally like I do have my shit together to some degree um but then I like people having that image of me of course I don't want to be a hot mess I don't want to be known for that no you're
0: a counselor I don't think people will come to you if they're like she's fucked she's chaos
1: exactly yeah I can be high energy but I don't want to be a chaotic high energy Mm -hmm. um and so I started to notice it's actually me projecting my fears of being seen in this stage and in doing so I was prohibiting myself and my partner from being helped because as soon as people did come they're like oh you need this like I know someone who's getting rid of this or like this is going or like here's this and people were able to help us move through the void and I guess a really big point and a big lesson I learned from navigating this void is that you are worthy of being held and being seen in all stages, not just when you've got the accomplishment, not just when you've got the big shiny new thing all the time, all the damn time.
0: (laughs) That's freaking bang on. And we spoke about this further as well prior, and we're talking about how allowing others to help you does help you get through it quicker as well. Because maybe they are almost the messenger or the individual that comes in and they help you with a new opportunity or a thing or a person or whatever. They are allowing you to take those next steps because they've presented them and they wouldn't be there otherwise. So when we, again, are open and willing to lean on our support networks, I do believe we get so much further. Because community is a basic human need.
1: You don't need to do it alone. And I think this is the whole thing with the void. And when I look at my house and the renovations and everything like that, allowing myself to be seen at all the stages, what I realized is that so often, especially with social media now, we only see the before and after. In this place of instant gratification, when you want it, you got it. You don't actually get to see the middle ground of transformation and the the days, we. Months, years, years, so hours—exactly. <laughs> oh, so all of these things, all of the the successes you see, you don't see the failures, and more often than they're not. There's probably more failures than success, but we don't show those, and that's okay. that's fine if you if want to like fail fearlessly, all the things. Um, but it's so often this conditioning where it's like how to scale your business to six figures in three days from launch and it's and yeah, like that's amazing you've, you've been building your community for three years now exactly that and it's just it's yeah that you we don't see all the behind the scenes actions that it takes to get to this point and it's really really important that we're all actually always in the middle ground anyway we're mm-hmm. never really there we might we're have never a really moment finished. Yeah. We might have a moment where you're like, fuck yeah, I made it. I did that thing. I did it. You have your little win. But then you go on to like, okay, what's next?
0: Absolutely. I honestly, I think given the two job titles and the jobs that we have, the careers that we've chosen, we're the perfect people to be speaking about this because we genuinely see this middle ground all the time. And I realized just as we were speaking as well. The middle ground for us seems like such a common and normal place because we are exposed to it so frequently. But I have just realized from another perspective that they wouldn't see that. So, of course, they're frustrated by the process. So we are always seeing people at these beginning and these middle phases because they're the parts that take the longest. The end part, like you said, is just this little blimp in the system where it's like, oh, it's come and gone (laughs) immediately. What's my next goal? So for us, we want to talk about just really briefly, the middle phase is important. It is hard and it's uncomfortable. Like in a workout setting, it's the, not just paying to have a membership to have a PT or do group classes. It's showing up to those two or three classes that you've committed to every single week, every single fucking month for the rest of that year to then get your end goal at the, you know, again, at the end of the year, or whatever, whatever it is, same as you, Mon, people come to you with a lot of different issues and coming at it, a lot of different, stages of their mental health I suppose and then they whether you if we're just pulling an example of someone coming to you with really really poor mental health poor lack of self-confidence poor which we both work through as well like it's the same thing most people were just presenting with massive self-confidence issues we and self-love issues when we get to help you build up those practices those tools those techniques you are just ever evolving closer into this better person that will probably reach another void but it's just so important to to talk about this because it's so it's so underrated and it's so it's just not spoken about much
1: 100 there's so much beauty in becoming yeah, And I think really. we see, we place all the beauty standards and all, all the aesthetics, all the success metrics on the after, on that, like you said, like that little blip in time that's like, yeah, you made it, you did it, you got that, you hit that weight or you like on the like, hip thrust or whatever, or you hit that figure in your business or yeah, whatever it is. It's so short-lived. And if I constantly living for the result, we're missing out on majority of our life. Oh, one hundred percent. Time that you're happy, you are you are joy robbing yourself of the journey. You are
0: joy robbing yourself of the journey. hundred percent. And the way that the way that I picture this, like make a physical, like like a mental picture. I mean, in my head, is I imagine the void as the seeds in the dark soil. But at the end of the day, you're always going to grow up. And I genuinely feel a lot of people resonate with that is that last year it was like we're in where these seeds chucked in this deep, dark soil and this plant. And we've fucking struggled <laughs> so hard <laughs> to slowly grow and push through the soil and get through the darkness. And this year we're really reaping the percussions of that beautiful growth and that beautiful flower and that evolution of yourself.
1: I love that analogy because it just goes to show where like just because you haven't shot through on the other side just because you can't see those shoots on the outside of the pot plant doesn't mean that there's not growth going underneath that there's roots being planted there is growth happening like the little shoots are getting longer they just haven't broken through yet it doesn't mean that they're not going to. it just hasn't happened yet it's going to happen in its own time definitely
0: on the pot plant analogy i think it's very important to talk about environments as a whole in the same way that you're not going to expect a flower or a plant to like flourish while you're not giving it any water or any fertilizer you need to be changing up where you are in your life so whether that is certain friends whether that is your household whether that is your workout environment Exercise, we'll come back to this in a second, is also a very important tool to stay grounded in this time. But putting yourself in new environments, I'll use myself as an example here. I went through the void most of last year. I learned to surrender and acknowledge that I'm probably never going to have this much time and this much freedom in the coming years. And I really want to enjoy it and accept that as it was in that period, even though I didn't really know what I was doing and it felt really messy. but I put myself into new environments and I have really stepped into that at the start of this year because I've gone, I know what I want now. I know what I'm going to be doing. I know the person that I want to be. And the person that I want to be is also a really fit, strong version of myself. And it's not that I'm unfit by any means, but I was like, I just need to be challenged a little bit. My workplace is going to be changing in literally a week's time, but I am also, I need to be Calibrating my nervous system and allowing myself to create new neuron pathways by being in different places and exposing, exposing myself to different things by, for example, booking different workout classes. So I decided that I was going to do, oh, thanks Siri. <laughs> I decided <just, laughs> neuroplasticity just came up on a Siri search. <laughs> I just decided that I was going to step up and start to put myself in, as I said, these new environments that challenged me that I know are going to be where future me is thriving, even though it's scary initially.
1: I think it's so, so powerful to be putting yourself in new environments. A, because it helps us generate new thoughts. Like it can literally be something as simple as taking a different route to work. Because when we're taking that same route that we go every single day, you're on autopilot. You're not actually thinking, oh, shit, I need to turn left here. Like you don't even need to think your brain will just do that for you. Your car will essentially drive itself. Um, But also, it allows you to try on a new reality. When we were looking about which suburb we wanted to move into, I spent years going to different cafes in different suburbs to suss the vibe. And at different points in time, I wanted to live in different areas around Perth, around where you live. But then ultimately, it was spending, or if I felt really thick in the thick of the void, I would go and take myself to the suburb that we're in now. So it started to feel closer. So I could start to make contact and break through to that other side. I'm like, this is how it feels. In my body, this is my local cafe. Playing around with it, allowing yourself to use your creativity and your imagination. But not only that, you're now putting yourself in line with with other people who may be able to get you there further. Like we spoke about, where it's you're going to come into contact with like minded people. They're going to be hanging around in these ideal environments.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that was one of the reasons why I made those decisions as well. Is like I am going to be a part of bigger things that feel good for me and are the perfect, I suppose, catalyst to me becoming the next version of myself.
1: I love that. And for the times when there isn't, when it isn't possible to get out into a new suburb for whatever reason or get into a new environment, you feel a bit restricted. You can literally do this in the comfort of your own home by playing around with vision boards. Yeah. That can be such a powerful way. Make that
0: phone wallpaper boo. (laughs)
1: that's it. whether it's digital whether it's what a real life one it is so powerful to see different people's realities and because if it's possible for them it's possible for you they've already done Absolutely. it they've proven to you it exists what you want exists because I think so often in the void where we start to get little inklings or nudges towards what we don't want but we doubt that it's possible for us yeah. so then we stay in the void longer because we we're like i
0: can't do that and it's like you actually you can
1: <laughs> well she did so why can't you yeah here's proof that it's possible
0: yeah and i love nothing more than jumping on pinterest and grabbing aesthetically pleasing photos that it's light me so up and make fun. me expire yeah that make me motivated and inspired all the time
1: without a doubt <laughs> the best part about being in the void is the is the vision boards
0: yeah oh oh, for sure for sure for sure for sure uh something else which is actually just our last part of today's episode such a I feel like we've made pretty good time on is we just want to we can't close this exercise this (laughs) we can't close this episode out without talking about exercise to keep you grounded and to keep you moving forward in this time Uh, emotions are going to dictate a lot of things for you. And it's very important to remember that emotions are energy in motion. And the more that we are moving our body and creating this motion and this flow and this, whether that is like a normal hard strength workout or whatever, or it's a gentle walk in nature or it's dance, like interpretive dance class in your lounge room, whatever. It's so important that you keep moving your body so that you don't feel that physical stuck stagnation, stagnation, I don't know if that's the word, that stagnant energy that just doesn't serve you.
1: Love that, so powerful. Love it. Is there anything else for today, Kirst, about moving through the void, or should we get on with our favourite segment?
0: No, I'm good. I just feel like we all need to embrace it a little more rather than resist it. 100%.
1: 100%. You don't have to like it, but you also don't have to fight it. I think that's the ultimate state of surrender, really.
0: Definitely. And we'll give you a takeaway in just a second. But as you said, we are doing our I'm Woke as Fuck, But segment, Montana.
1: Why do we do it? Well, the whole point of this is to normalize the polarities between being a conscious, intentional human, whether you're spiritual or not, if you're someone who's focused on self-development, you're always focusing on being better. And sometimes when we get, we can get too on our high horse and get too woke sometimes or we forget our humanness and the things that make us us and that make us real. And this is all about calling ourselves out lovingly and having a good giggle at our humanness. So, guys, what's yours for the week?
0: Um, mine for the week? I'm woke as fuck, but I love Glasshouse Toxic Candles. I don't know if I'm allowed to say a brand, but I did. I said it. There you go. Shoot me. I love the smell of their candles. I'm a sucker for them, but I re- I, I recognize that I need to find a better alternative.
1: It's so hard because they're so strong and they smell so good, and they like they're the only like. Candle that fills the room.
0: I know, as bad as that is, I'm here for it. Especially
1: the <laughs> Christmas my room with carcinogens. Oh, literally, like, baby, give me that sugar plum red candle any day of the week. Anyway, <laughs>
0: you, If
1: you have what? any recommendations about strong Botox candles, please send them through.
0: Please send them through. I'm trying to be a, a better human, but <laughs> I just send a soccer. Okay. Anyway, Mon, what's yours?
1: I'm wake as fuck, but every single day without a doubt, showing up for whether it's my yoga or meditation practice is such an ordeal. Like I hate showing up for it. Once I'm there, it's fine. But every single time like, oh, do I have to? It's so boring. It's not boring. I enjoy these things once I'm doing it. But the idea of sitting still and just or moving slowly is not a vibe.
0: <laughs> Are you telling me that you actually do? Breathwork or
1: yoga every day I meditate almost every single day yet yeah, not only shit um, I'm
0: so impressed by that
1: I just tell other um, people to do it no I, I really do try to but without a doubt every single day I'm like oh 15 minutes I'm just, I'm just visualizing. like it's fun I enjoy this stuff and you feel but, so
0: good after hey
1: Yes, or I'm doing at the moment I'm doing a lot of meditations to like help connect with baby, visualize a positive birth, all the things. Um, but yeah, without a doubt, it's like the yoga and meditation showing up for that. No. That's so funny.
0: I don't we were actually talking about this that we use like a YouTube yoga flow because it's less committal in the class. Like we will still I said that I just tell other people to do meditation. I still do breath work and meditation in various ways, but It's so funny because it's still, there's so much resistance. Same as even exercise, right? Anyway, this is like a whole nother conversation. (laughs) You never move past the initial denial of wanting to do something that's good for you.
1: Love that. Okay, my love. Let's move into the top takeaways from today and what we want you to walk away with from today's episode. So first things first, know that this void, it's just a season and it will pass. You're robbing yourself of the present by trying to rush through and miss this middle ground. It has a purpose, even if you can't see it right now.
0: This season and this darkness and the void that you're in has the potential to be anything. It is now up to you to create absolute magic with this infinite possibility.
1: Embrace the messiness of this time. Allow yourself to be seen and held through this uncertainty and through this transition And accept the help from others. You don't have to go it alone.
0: And we mentioned a lot of tools in this episode. And I'm going to list those for you. So if you want to write them down, go for it. But I recommend using a type of oracle deck or tarot deck. You could do journaling, connecting with your breath, whether that's via meditation or breath work. Reiki and seeing a psychic reader that you trust, which we actually didn't talk about in our episode, but is a really powerful tool as well. Surrendering to what is going on right now so you are more open fist rather than closed fist. And don't forget to put yourself in new environments.
1: Love that. And closing out with the importance of moving your body. Energy, Emotions are energy in motion. And if you want to start to move through them and liberate yourself to experience more positive emotions, then honey, move your body.
0: And as always, we would deeply love for you to share any top takeaways you've got or give us some feedback. If you want to message us on Instagram, we are at Onwards The Podcast. And as most of you probably know, we listen to podcasts all the time every freaking week without a subscription or a follow. So if you could so kindly go and chuck us a follow right now, we would be super, super grateful. Or come and hang out with us on Instagram. We are going to be making the effort to be posting a lot more fun tools and important things like giveaways and challenges. So come and jump on there. Otherwise, chuck us a rating and that helps us to get into the ears of more incredible souls just like yours
1: love that loving a reminder that at the end of the day we're all here to walk each other home we hope you're heading into your day with a fire lit up under your eyes and ready to make the most out of who you are and play the heck out of the cards you've been dealt with until next okay, time, next time bye. Bye. Bye.